Have you heard that bang in the garage in the middle of the night? Could it have been a spring or a garage door has broken? Call the experts at Precision Door Service. Two numbers to contact them. Area code 708-474-6657 or 219-306-8155. They can always be reached online at precisiongarage-door.com. Those numbers again, in case of emergency, with your garage door, Precision Door Service at 708-474-6657 or 219-306-8155. You can always get them online at precisiongarage-door.com. Thanks for checking out another 316 podcast. I am Clayton from 316 Creative Works. Uh, today we have with us in the studio again, uh, Jason. But before we get into all that, uh, let's let's thank our favorite people in the whole wide world. Uh, always a big thanks to Larry and Sandy. And uh, hang on a second. And again, we want to thank our technical producer, who is Justin, our creative uh, producer, uh, Esther, the house manager, who is Danielle. Also, uh, a couple of big thanks uh, ongoing to uh, the new studio people, right? So that's uh, D'Lo Studio Designs came in and reconfigured us uh, with the sponsorship and with the help of my new business partner, Payrock. So if you are looking for competitive uh, credit card processing, let me know. I know a couple of guys at Payrock. <laughs> Two, three. <laughs> who could help us. <laughs> Get there. Hey, Justin, you mind turning me up a little bit? I feel a little foggy-headed in my ears. How's that? Oh, man. There, yeah, that's live. Uh, so, welcome back, everybody. This is, uh, we're kind of in the front end of season two of, uh, of talking with. Uh, so, <clears throat> in review and looking back uh, last week, um, over last season, we, we've had a couple, we've had a, a couple of uh interviews or podcasts or talkings with that that was off the charts and there's probably been about three or four um conversations that wasn't finished we needed to kind of catch up with uh we've done uh one of those or a couple of those already and one that we we didn't finish the conversation with we we kind of had to uh get back to was was our buddy jason so Jason's back in the studio. Uh, as we sit here, it's the middle of October. The season is changing. Uh, summer's over. And I think you were in studio in the spring? Correct. Maybe? Yep. Uh, I don't remember the exact day, but uh, <clears throat> you've had some life changes since then. And and life has been kind of tumultuous the last seven years or so, right? Correct, yes. So a couple of things we wanted to catch up on. If, if you were a, a fan, I mean, I, I think, Justin, what, didn't we had, like, we had the the biggest viewership with talking with Jason. Now, ev- now every talking with, we have hundreds. But with you, we had thousands. Now, what do you, what do you think that is? Do you think it's because our, our branding and our marketing and our advertising was just so out of the park those three, four weeks? 
Yeah, your technical director is phenomenal. <laughs> that is what it is. Uh, yes, he's arts done. Yeah, and he also does a lot of uh, side work. So if anybody's looking for a commercial voiceover or podcasting uh, side work, you want to talk to our technical producer who is Justin. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it's just got to be because you're pretty well-known, pretty well-liked. You have pretty, a big family. you got a big family. You're a pretty um, – you're on stage a lot. A lot of people know you. Correct. And yeah. so uh, we had 15 on average, I think 1,500. I think there were a couple of episodes that, that shot up to 1,800 or so. Um, what's it like? What's it like going through private things publicly? Yeah, I think, well, it, we should probably catch people up, right, uh-huh. who are watching this one for the first time, haven't seen the other ones. Um, yeah, seven years ago was diagnosed with an incurable cancer known as leiomyosarcoma. It's tumors that show up in my body. Um, when I was here in the spring, had gotten to a point where needed to have chemotherapy uh, in order to try and fight that. Help, help, help my memory here. That was uh – our conversation was you were just getting you you were just about ready to go into chemo or you were in the middle of chemo I was in the middle of you it You were in the middle of it yep. and and you were one one time chemo and we 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 thought we'd see where that went and and we know we're going to talk about that in a minute though Yeah so but, yeah so back to your question how how is it to go through private events in a public way you know like many things there's two sides to the coin you have the um, everybody knows your business, uh, and everybody knows what's happening in your life, which can be a negative, but there's also a huge positive because when you're willing to reveal it, to bring it publicly, then you also have a ton of support and support from people we don't even know, support from around the world. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's that, that's crazy. Now, and, and I'm not going to uh, help me out here. I'm not going to call you a celebrity because it's different. No. no. But in our in our big little community, in the the, the 316 family, this this uh, Northwest Indiana, South Chicago area, uh, you're really well known. Yeah, I mean, I've lived here my whole life lived in the South life. suburbs it's in a, Northwest Indiana. It's a big family, and due to a gift of communication, yeah. which I think I have, yeah. um, have very public responsibilities and duties, not only pastoring and in church world leading, but then also public address announcing yeah. at the local high school yeah. and doing things where people see you. <clears throat> do you do a lot of social uh, media? Are you, are you out there a lot? Do you live out there? I do not. I mean, I'm on it, and I share, and I do use it to give people updates. But quite honestly, I watch some people on social media, and I'm like, I can't handle that pressure. That's a full-time job for some people, right? Yeah, and I just really believe in in being authentic. So I try to post the good and the bad, try to post this is the real me because, yeah, I get exhausted watching some people. I'm like – Man, you had to co- – you got – how many outfits do you coordinate yeah. with your family in right. order to take pictures? Yeah, I, not me. Yeah. Uh, you went into uh, this this uh, spring 
um, not knowing how is it called the Red Devil? Yeah, that's what the chemo was nicknamed. Right, that's, that's that's the slang or that's that's the street yeah. uh, term. <laughs> yeah, right. all the cool kids use <laughs> that one. The, the street term for the for the chemo that Jason took is the Red Devil because it turns your body fluids. Red. Correct. Is that accurate? Did that happen to you? I mean, did your did your eyes turn? Like, if you spit, was it red? Uh, I can't so much say that I noticed spit, uh, but I would finish the injection um, because it's so toxic they can't let it drip in. So it would be about four or five vials of chemo that they would inject right to the port in my heart. Really? Um and I would finish the last one and be done and get ready to go home. And I would use the bathroom before I would leave, uh-huh. and it would be red. Your urine was, was red. Red. Re- immediately. Big red, like red. You knew it was Not red. You knew it was red. Wow. Urine talk here yeah. I'm talking <laughs> with. Uh, <laughs> a little freaky? A little bit, but yeah. thankfully they tell you that's yeah, going to happen. Because otherwise, you would think you, you were bleeding, kidney stones, and you're all torn up and said, "Yeah." Um, when you were in here, you you were wearing a a, a wool knit cap because I had no hair. Because it was chilly out, right? Yes. No. Because uh, you had no hair. But look at you now. I mean, you have a full, luscious head of almost completely gray hair now. <laughs> yeah. So some things have changed, right? You've gotten older, clearly. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, I've gotten older. Uh, but your hair is beautiful. Look at that. Well, it's it's big and thick, and uh, they call you a gray fox now, or a silver <laughs> fox now, right? You're a silver fox. Yeah, I'm sure that's what <laughs> that's they're calling the, me. That's your street name, right? <laughs> the Red Devil and the and the Silver Fox. Yeah. Uh, how How did chemo go for you? Actually, I don't think it could have gone better. Really? Um, It was six infusions, three weeks apart. Uh, I would have some fatigue, and since we're talking about it, I'd have some constipation. But those things were easily handled. Thankfully, I didn't get sick once and um, just tried to be wise about when immunity was low to stay, you know, solid, you know, and kind of solitary confinement. Yeah, because we 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 you, you did that during a global pandemic, right? Yeah, I mean it's not like you know the healthiest world at the time. COVID was Correct. wreaking havoc at the time. Uh, and so some fatigue. So I mean, you got your shots on Friday usually, right? Yeah, and I usually would get the um, Friday morning about eight o'clock. I'd get the infusion, and then come home and. Be right in bed for the weekend. Now I'd have some energy, but yeah, right just away. well, also those first few days, the bodily fluids would be toxic, uh-huh. so I couldn't come into contact with anybody during those few days anyway. Yeah. So. Um, and you were, and when you said fatigued, uh, it was those first days: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. By Monday, you're feeling a little bit better. Uh, it, yeah, it would vary. There would just be different times where it'd be like, you know what, I I just need to take a nap now. Yeah. Uh, your appetite was fine. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. yeah. N- uh, no throwing up. No sickness. No. no. Really, really nothing. And did, and did that concern you that you weren't getting the side effects? Yeah, at some part, right? You're like, yeah. oh man, is it's, this even it's working? Not working? This is placebo, right? I mean, they're giving me the fake stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, but no, it, it went well. And then, uh, that finished the last week of March was the last injection. And then, 
uh, had a scan a little while after that, and they were extremely pleased with how it went. So they gave me a couple months off, and then they had me come back in August and scanned again, and everything was still stable or shrinking. And so they gave me three more months off. So I'll go back in November Mm -hmm. and get scanned again and see where we're at. So are you chemo-free now? Are you taking pills or a thing or a a juice? I'm on a drug holiday Uh is uh, what they call it. So it'll be a five-month period where not taking anything from my doctors. and. So you're taking nothing? Nothing. So what are you doing then? I mean, you're not you're not taking any preventative meds. I mean, are you doing holistic things? Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, greens? I have holistic things uh-huh. and, you know, broccoli sprout powder <laughs> and leafy, all sorts of things. Right? But, um, yeah, that's that's about it. Exercising, I mean, is, is health become really important to you? I mean, it is. I try to watch what I'm doing, but, you know, I haven't turned, and maybe I should have, but I haven't turned into a full, you know, gym rat or yep. whatever. But also, um, you know, finished chemo may fully recover from the last treatment, probably mid-June, and um, around 4th of July, I had COVID. You got COVID. I had COVID. I, you know, I think I knew that, but just so you guys know, I try to act surprised all the time. Uh, <laughs> when did you get COVID? Um, the I was diagnosed. I think if I think Fourth of July was on a Saturday, so the third of July. Really? Yeah. Did you have symptoms? Like, were you feeling crummy? Whatever they say. I was. I started to have that weird, a weird cough, a weird dry cough, yeah. and then. Um, started to not feel well, and we had family coming in for 4th of July. So my wife Kristen said, you better go get tested. So I did, and it was positive. And uh, went through about the first week just kind of not feeling right. But then a week into it, I woke up on Saturday morning, and I'm like, yeah, I can't live like this. We got to go to the hospital, and I can't make it to Northwestern, which is where I go for – my cancer treatment and where my physicians are, but uh, went to community and ended up spending three days at uh, community what? hospital. Yeah. Yeah, be kidding. I know this, but again, I'm, I'm acting. Yeah, you you're be, acting you well. Gotta, yeah, you got to so. be kidding me. Uh, hang on. So you survived cancer, right? <laughs> well, so far. <laughs> Theoretically, yeah. as, as far as we know, right? So, I mean, seven years of cancer, four months of uh, chemo. Uh, bouncing back nicely from that. You got the summer off to enjoy with with family and friends, and then you get smacked by COVID. But not just COVID, you actually wind up in the hospital. Now, for, we know the end of the story because he's here. Right. But this was pretty touch and go for, for a couple of days, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't good. Thankfully, my uh, pulse ox, you know, the oxygen level uh, in my lungs remained pretty good. We were in contact with Northwestern. They said if it drops below 90, you get in here. Um, So that was good. But when I went to the emergency room, they said your heart enzymes are off, which I'm no doctor. I'm not a scientist. I have no idea what that means. So drink enzymes, right? They're like, they'll regularly, that'll straighten itself out. But we're going to put you in here. So three days. So so you you, you woke up... uh, Jan, uh, Ju- uh, July 2, feeling a little, this little dry cough. July 3, you're feeling a little bit worse. Your wife says, let's go get a test. You pop uh, positive, uh, and then you sleep it off for a week like everybody else. You're, t- you're exhausted, right? You can't move, exhausted, two or three, four days. You got the, uh, the, the COVID symptoms. 
And then after another couple of days, you're not getting better? Correct. And then you start feeling worse? Yes. And I figured, okay, well, I haven't eaten in a week, so um, they'll probably just give me some fluids, give me some IVs, and I'll come back home. And they're like, eh, you're going to stay. Really? Yeah. Because you had what they call COVID heart. I guess. Yeah, they said you're, the enzymes you in your heart thing. are off. So, uh, And so you were in the hospital for th- for, th- for three days. Normal room? I mean, I, Oh, I, no. No, you, no. You were all tri- tricked out, right? <laughs> so you're in a yeah, solitary room, huge air handler, directly piped outside. Um, so then they had removed the window to do that. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was really cold uh, in there. And then... You're in there by yourself. Nobody can come visit. We, we couldn't come see you. Right. right. And then when um, any nurses or anybody come to see you, they look like they're coming to clean a hazardous material yeah, spill. Yeah, the guys from um, ET, right? Yeah. They're all right. suited up. Yeah, from outbreak. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Well, it's out. Yeah, it's outbreak. It's contagion, right? Right. Um, what did you do laying in there for three days? I mean, did you feel like crap? So you like you had uh, COVID brain too? You couldn't think? No, uh, not so much. I mean, I had a I had a cough. Um, and they'd give me uh, cough medicine, but really, once they gave me fluids and whatever, you know, I started to feel no. better, uh-huh. and I was just kind of hanging out for just three days, checking out your heart. Were you just watching some uh, sports and news? Yeah. And thankfully, it know. was a weekend, so there were a lot of sports on. And yeah, and I'm sure as a as a pastor, you had you prayed a lot and were were reading the Bible a lot. And we're like, like, like a monk, right? I, I wouldn't be so sure of certain things, Clayton. <laughs> um, He's the most unlikely pastor, right? Yes. You're just watching sports, just being a normal dude, right? Yeah. Now, definitely, I would pray, yeah. continue to pray. Yeah. Um, didn't bring my Bible with, tried to protect my phone battery because I didn't bring a charger. So much so that I had it turned off and my wife, when I wasn't... <laughs> responding to her <laughs> right. started to think the worst. Yeah. So I learned my lesson I, there. I was going to say that you're, you're, you were, during that time, you weren't real great on returning texts. Correct. It was like every three or four days you would catch up on all of your texts. Yeah. I think one of the most famous lines from our last uh, talking with Jason was, was the line that I said, so you, were, you weren't the crackhead, huh? <laughs> uh, that got a lot of response. So, so <laughs> in COVID, uh, you didn't turn to any drugs or anything you just did covid protocol things yeah came out of the hospital and then um it just really took a long time to get my um endurance back and my energy back back. yeah i remember going into the office and i was there for about an hour the first day and i'm like i gotta go home second day two hours third day maybe i got up to a half a day yeah. But it took a while. So that's crazy. So it's, uh, again, it's uh, kind of first slash mid of October here. And I'm just getting over COVID myself. <gasps> you had COVID? <laughs> you're a How'd horrible. I do? How'd I do at acting you're surprised? A, you're a horrible actor. The thing with, guy, with, with, with both of us is we have underlying health conditions. Right. So we were really afraid to get COVID. And people that know us and our loved ones is really afraid for us to get COVID. Uh, this is why both you and I got the vax. We both got the first shot. Now, that, now hit, hit, yours was uh, four or five months ago. Mine was four or five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We both got the first shot. 
and we both got COVID. Yeah, my first shot was on the Monday, and then Friday I was diagnosed positive. Right, right. So my first shot was on a Wednesday. Uh, Sunday I was exposed to it, and and Thursday it started getting symptoms. Now, this this is not a political statement, but just so that people know. uh, It's not – we're not pro-vaxxers, we're not anti-vaxxers, we're not – Maskers or unmaskers, it's, it's not about that. It is just curious that two dudes that have underlying health conditions, I'm a blood clotter, you're a, a cancer survivor, patient, whatever it is, right? Um, uh, scared enough, or, I suppose, or concerned enough to, to say, okay, let's get vaxxed. Upon getting vaxxed, first shot, within five days, we get COVID. I'm thinking probably because... Our immunity was fighting that that shot off, which is what it's supposed to do, and then got exposed to it. We had a lowered lowered immunity, and that's probably why we got it. The shot, I don't think, gave us COVID. No, I don't think so it either. It just lowered our immunity so that we got COVID when we were exposed to it. But then you said, and so I had the very very similar things, but I didn't have heart enzyme issues. But yeah, I uh, lay in, lay in bed for a week, and then the next week, you f- you know, feel a little bit better. And just a couple of days ago, I I was a hundred percent. But you're right; it take it takes a while to get back to the office and back to work and and back to things. But you said something um, curious there. So so you're 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 feeling good. You had a good summer. You had some vacations. You and the family got away a little bit. You got COVID. That's so you got that out of your system now. Yep. So you're done with COVID now. You're beyond COVID. Uh, you had a scan. Scan looked good. So we're keep we're keeping you drug free until November. We're going to take another shot. Correct. And see what this looks like. Yep. Clearly, the prayer is that they're even smaller than before. Right. That is the hope. Um, and I think that's the thing with cancers. You can't really plan too far in advance, can you? No. You live, you're living your mo- your life like this three months at a time. Um, as soon as the appointment gets onto the calendar, anxiety starts yeah. and grows as you get closer because, quite honestly, even though it is completely irrational, you believe that every time you have a scan and you go in, they're going to say, Call hospice. There's nothing we can do. Yeah, for you. I and I, and I'm I, I'm probably a uh, hundred times worse than you. I'm I'm a little freaky. Like if I get a headache, I'm convinced it's cancer. Mm. Right? If I stub my toe, I'm I'm convinced I've got toe cancer. Right? <laughs> Something horrible is going to happen to me. Uh, it never is, except for blood clots. Right? But here's the crazy thing about you and your your cancer is you you never felt cancer. Like you never I, felt sick. I never felt sick, and only the tumors that appeared on the surface that I could physically feel. Yeah. So you would never know if this if, if things are trending up or trending down or feeling. So you just literally have to go and open a, a open the present every time you get scanned. Correct. And see if this was a, a present you liked or a present you don't like. Yes. <clears throat> Does uh, your wife go with you every time? No. Never. Well, now with COVID, she's not allowed to. So I use like this. I go on a Friday. I get scanned. Go by myself, and then the next Tuesday, um, go by myself and FaceTime her into the meeting with the oncologist. Okay, there you go. But and usually uh, before that Tuesday, they've released the results on my chart, so I can read and see and yeah, um, yeah, what it's saying. So there's no way to tell. You don't feel any different. No. Uh, COVID didn't kill you. 
cancer hasn't killed you. Not yet. Uh, your kids haven't killed you. Nope. Your, your job hasn't killed you. You're, you're doing good. Life, yeah. life is looking up today's Absolutely. Day. Yes. But you did say something interesting uh, a while ago that you, you talked about uh, getting into the office a little, um, a little late, going back to the office. Did I hear correctly that you actually have a new office? I do, a as of June 1st. June, June 1st. So, so you, you have a new position in a new office, and a month later you get COVID. Correct. And you have to take all that time off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and did, did HR come down to you and say, I think you're making this up? Uh, thankfully, we don't quite have an <laughs> HR department. All right. Uh, uh, let's, let's get into this next time because we do have to stop. Right, Justin? We're getting close to the end here. Hey, guys, thanks for checking out another 316 podcast. I'm Clayton talking with Jason uh, from 316 Creative Works. Uh, appreciate you guys checking us out. Check us out next week as we finish up uh, the next conversation of Catching Up with Jason. Hey, everyone. Thanks for checking out 316 Podcast. I'm Clayton from 316 Creative Works. Hey, just a reminder where you can catch us. You can always catch us on Facebook. That's 316 Podcasts. Uh, and if you just want to stream and listen, we're on uh, Spotify, Google, iTunes, Apple. What else is out there? Wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, that's 316 Podcasts. So that's the number three, the word 16 podcasts with an S. Or you can always email us at 316podcasts at gmail.com. I'm Clayton from 316 Creative Works. Thanks for watching 316 Podcasts.